Hello, welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kirk. First of all, before I get into today's poem, I want to apologize for not having a poem for you yesterday. I've been having some technical difficulties here and uh, was not able to solve them. So um, I'm, I've got kind of a makeshift set up today where we try to figure out what's going on. But I did want to make sure we, we got you something today. So today's poem is uh, Teretsarima's Sonnet. That's the form, and it's by D.H. Lawrence. It's called Baby Running Barefoot. D.H. Lawrence lived in the later part of the 19th century and into the 20th century. And he was most uh, famous for his novels, including uh, some controversial novels like Lady Chatterley's Lover. But today is uh, today I wanted to bring you one of his poems. And like I said, it's a sonnet called Baby Running Barefoot. And this is how it goes. When the white feet of the baby beat across the grass, the little white feet nod like white flowers in a wind. They poise and run like puffs of wind that pass over water where the weeds are thinned. And the sight of their white playing in the grass is winsome as a robin's song, so fluttering. Or like two butterflies that settle on a glass cup for a moment, soft little wing beats uttering. And I wish that the baby would tack across here to me, like a wind shadow running on a pond, so she could stand with two little bare white feet upon my knee, and I could feel her feet in either hand. Cool as syringa buds in morning hours, or firm and silken as young peony flowers. So, I mentioned that this is a Terzarima sonnet. And Terzarima is a form that was uh, popularized, I suppose, or most common with Dante Alighieri in, in the uh, Divine Comedy. And uh, Terzarima is uh, a form that consists of interlocking three-line rhyme scheme. So you have, typically, uh, stanzas of three lines. But here, what uh, D.H. Lawrence does is he kind of plays with the Terzarima a little bit. So typically a terza rima has what's called a chain rhyme in the pattern, such as A, B, A, B, C, B, C, D, C, D, E, D. But D.H. Lawrence kind of plays with that here because he offers us three four-line stanzas and then a couplet at the end, and the couplet at the end is the one that mentions the flowers. So this is a sonnet, and in the first, uh, the first eight lines of this, of this sonnet are those first two four-line stanzas. And he gives us that same rhyme scheme. So we get grass rhyming with pass, uh, wind rhyming with thin, so that's A, B, A, B, and then we get A again in the next stanza, A, C, A, C. So he kind of he plays with it a little bit. <clears throat> but all these uh, interlocking rhymes uh, have this sense of movement to them, which I find really interesting, particularly in those first two stanzas. And that was... That those rhymes, that sense of movement that accompanies those rhymes, or is sort of inherent in those rhymes, seems to mirror the child running. And then we get this turn. So after the first eight lines in a sonnet, we typically get our turn, and the final six lines offer something new, or, or some uh, ultimately some sort of resolution, or at least at least resolution to the thought, the thoughts going on in the poem. So in this first bit here, we get these these very active lines of of this child moving, and the the poet contemplating what that movement looks like and sort of taking some joy and watching the child move. But then it shifts gears at the end of, at the beginning of line nine, where he says, and I wish that the baby would tack across here to me. We get, we get a new, we get a new uh, series of rhymes. So we get um, a D, E, uh, 
drop ending here. And at the end, we get the couplet ending with FF. Uh, and it ends with this cool as syringa buds in morning hours line. And the syringa buds, I believe, are lilacs of some kind. And then peony are, or at least in the lilac family. And then peonies are a, a flower that is, shows up a lot in poetry. And it seems like what he's doing here is at the end, he creates this, this idea of a bouquet, these different kinds of flowers interacting with one another. And I found that really interesting. But what I love is the way D.H. Lawrence talks about freedom in the form. So the rhyming, the, the, the variety of the rhymes, the way he, the way he plays with this Tiritsurima form, these interlocking rhymes, is, uh, is really interesting because it is both um, confining structurally, much like one might need to confine a child who is playing, but it's also freeing like a child who is playing. And then we get this concept of the baby sitting on his lap, or actually standing on his lap, and he's put his hands on her feet to keep her from falling, ostensibly. So I, I love the way he plays with the idea of freedom and the idea of confinement, the idea of the form being both freeing and confining, and the way that's mirrored both in a really lovely poem, but watching a child play, um, and then also in the form itself. So thematic and formally, uh, it's quite consistent and really nice. So uh, once again, here is D.H. Lawrence's Baby Running Barefoot. When the white feet of the baby beat across the grass, the little white feet nod like white flowers in a wind. They poise and run like puffs of wind that pass over water where the weeds are thinned. And the sight of their white playing in the grass is winsome as a robin song, so fluttering. Or like two butterflies that settle on a glass cup for a moment, soft little wing beats uttering. And I wish that the baby would tack across here to me like a wind shadow running on a pond, so she could stand with two little bare white feet upon my knee, and I could feel her feet in either hand, cool as syringa buds in morning hours or firm and silken as young peony flowers. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.